0: In these uncertain times, Two Beards start an epic journey to grow their own food. With Great Beards comes Great Responsibility, and these two have taken it on to help people across the globe with their farming and gardening problems. This is Two Beards on the Grow, and now, your host all right thank you thank you thank you welcome to our next episode episode four i am one half of the hosting duo i'm rooster and this is my buddy james with clark's greens glad to be here with you guys uh today we uh We talked on our last episode that we were going to not only be talking to you, but we're going to be showing you. I know this is a podcast, but you can always chime in to our Instagram and see the live video and see the tools that we are going to be talking about today. Uh, We're going to be talking about the importance of tools and making things easier on your back and knees and ankles
1: and shoulders and all that good stuff. Make your life as easy as possible and hopefully work smarter, not harder. There's a lot of little things that you can do to save yourself time and energy when working around your grow, whether it be containers or at your apartment or at your homestead.
0: Yeah. Uh, or we, farm. Uh, I think that, you know, two, two main tools that you're going to need on the farm is going to be some sort of hoe. Uh, you're going to be weeding. That's going to be, that is yeah. going to be something you're going to do gardening for the rest of your life. That's just part of the job is you're going to need some type of hoe. I, I switch from a, a regular hoe to an action hoe. Uh, last season, uh, I got a really good one. I paid pretty good for it, but it does its job. And I think another, uh, main tool that you're going to need is pruning shears.
1: Oh, I've got some of those right here. Let's jump into that. Yeah. So check this out. So I I mean, I, I think with pruning shears, having two is, is great. You know, um, having a heavy duty version that can help you cut plants at the base or take off some different limbs or trees is great you can always get larger versions of these like if you're taking out trees or uh, we always talk about trash trees here we do have another larger version of pruning shears that are for like taking out some of these trees that grow along our fence line and having a finer or more uh sharper pair of uh, pincers or pruning shears as well is great especially when you're pruning tomato plants which we talk about often and pepper plants and some of those uh, things that get really small branches and offshoots so having a heavy duty one to take out the chunk and having a real fine one that can really get in there and uh, take out those little small uh, branches and offshoots in small areas um, keeping these things also oiled and taken care of as well some people talk about sanitizing them in between each use with alcohol patch things like that you can get into that if you want to I just let nature do nature I will say uh, keep them oiled though because if they stick they're not functional yeah um, it helps to have obviously the, have a good spring on them so they bounce back but yeah a good set of shears and pruning shears is great to have
0: and don't leave your shears outside
1: that's one tool you have oh, to take yeah, inside. <laughs> one, one rainstorm and they're done. Yep. Um, something else to talk about when outside. I know you mentioned hose a second ago. I've got a couple of little examples here that we use, and I'm going to bring them up if I can without knocking this over. Um, we'll talk about another thing with a flame weeder in a second. Sorry about the noise, but uh, I got to give a shout out to Never Farms because this is where I've got uh, my humane hose from, if you will. And uh, sorry about the noise, but check this out. So this is a mutineer, this is uh, our weeder that we use, that's what we weed with, this thing. And you just drag that through your crops on raised beds or in rows and it works fantastic to pull all the uh, little weeds out as they sprout or grass. And then aside from the mutineer, we use uh, the zipper. And this thing is great for direct seeding. Um, This side makes a little trough or a little valley and then you drop your seeds in so you just pull it along and you can plant seeds directly. And then when you drag this along, it's smaller on this end, wider on this end, and it zips it shut, hence the name The Zipper. And uh, these are the two tools that I use the most, which is why they're dirty, uh, <laughs> because they get the most use on our farm. But I feel like, bang for your buck, sorry about the noise, um, and cost-wise, um, there are a number of different things out there. And obviously, we have like hose and other rakes and things that we use, but uh, my favorite weeder is that mutineer, that wire hoe because that is fantastic. Um, also part of that, jumping into the tools piece. Well actually let's stick with the hose for a second. Gotta have hose. Um, when you're trying to weed, the obviously when we talked about we talked about this episode one when you're prepping your area. Um, you don't wanna to have to battle weeds. Like you can have a weed free grow area, garden, homestead, farm. And, and not have to battle these things, but you gotta take care of them. You're always gonna be dealing with them, but you shouldn't have to battle them. You should never have to walk out and see, oh my God, there's so many weeds. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, so if you just stay on it, you can control them. Birds are gonna always drop seeds, um, squirrels. The wind blows in with a storm. You're gonna get things that pop up, but it's important that after you've prepared your area, use tarps to burn everything off, covered with cardboard and built your beds or your rows or even containers, that you, you keep up with them so maintenance yeah container gardening is different it's it's rare that you'll get something in unless it blows in but then you can just pop those out or pick them out but if you're doing raised beds or rows or you have a bigger area you need a good system and a good wire hoe or or a, a good tool that's going to save you because you shouldn't have to bend over and pull weeds out you if you're growing in rows or raised beds you just drag this along the soil and it takes care of those little sprouts as they come up and you never have to deal with weeds and grass also sometimes you get grass seeds that blow in and then this the thing just takes them right out of the ground so um we're not out there pulling weeds we're not out there with gloves on yanking things out of the ground once a week sometimes twice a week depending on the season and how much rain we're getting we'll drag this wire hoe through and it takes up any grass or weeds and it'll get right in between your crops right in between your plants if you have something that's in kind of a little weird corner you can just flip it use the angle and pop that little guy out with minimal effort and you're standing and it's so quick. We can cover all four to five of our, our 80 foot beds in minutes and yeah. just up and down and you're done. And then you same thing with walkways and you never have to deal with weeds. So that's one of the most important tools you can have. Um, the zipper, if you're direct planting and you're planting in rows time, you know, time is and, money and an ease of operations, <laughs> you know? So try, we try to talk about works. We, we, we talk about work smarter, not harder. And how your time is important, and time is money. So these things are these things cost a little bit, but we're also going to talk about different ways things that you can use that don't cost as much as well. So we're not going to just tell you what to buy. We're also going to show you things that you can do as well. So um, pruners and shears are, are, are really inexpensive. Yeah, and those are two dollars, five dollars. You don't have to spend the thirty or forty for this fantastic name brand. You don't need to, but if you want to, you can. Yeah. Um, we talked about growing in different containers and mediums. So you can use milk crates and all these other things to grow in. You can buy recycled, sorry, you can get recycled wood. You can find people that have old fencing. Um, you, can, you can get all kinds of different things to build your systems without spending money. But what we're showing you here are things that if you need to buy a good tool, or you're looking for a recommendation on what to get, we're going to show you some of the things that we use to make it easier. So that way you don't have to go spend a lot of money. Like it's, I hated ha- at the beginning buying a tool, using it once and never touching it again. You know, I, I don't want it to be where I have something and I only use it every couple of years. If I have a tool, it's functional, it's used, or well, I don't need it. I don't want it to take up space. So the things that we're showing are the things that we have that that, that are beneficial. So hopefully that saves you some time and some money.
0: Yeah, and um, you're going you're gonna to hear me refer, uh, we have two farms. We have our home farm and then we have our quarter acre, which is out in uh, Somerset. Uh, it's about 20 minutes from where we live. So you're going to hear me refer. So if you hear me say the farm and I'm talking about the quarter acre, uh, we go out to the, well, we were going out to the farm, you know, two, three times a week. That's the first thing I would be yeah. doing when I got to the farm is grab my action hoe and, you know, go get to weeding, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes weeding. We have two 40 foot long beds, four foot wide. You know, that's, it's a fair amount of space. Go out there and weed. Boom, 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 you're done. Yep. You don't have to worry about it. It's all about maintenance.
1: 100%. And I, I will say uh, it can get really detrimental if you're having to do with weeds and grass, which was why we talked about in episode one, preparing your area, preparing your grow, because um, you don't want to have to waste time, and you don't want to feel defeated, and, and weeds and grass is a way that that happens. But something else you can do with weeds and grass, if you're in a bigger area, obviously don't do this if you're an inside grower or if you're on a balcony, but if you're growing in your yard or you're growing uh, in raised beds and you have this space and you're just dealing with things like weeds and grass that are just coming back, my cat's trying to get outside. I see. I'm trying to open uh, the door. Yeah. She can't <laughs> figure that out though. Um, we have an inside outdoor cat and she's specific about what she wants to get in that. Um, So um, if you have an area that you, maybe you tarped it, maybe you covered it with cardboard and somehow weeds took hold or grass took hold. And let's say it's Bermuda, or something else that's vining, or it's becoming a problem, and you it, you just didn't get to it. Cut it out, you try to do different things, and it keeps sprouting up. Um, we use a flame weeder, and that's what this guy is. I got this bad boy on Amazon. Really cheap, inexpensive, refillable butane torch. This wand is three feet. Um, this is the igniter. Real simple on and off. I'm not going to turn it on because it's super loud, and it would probably... It would probably touch something we don't want it to touch right now. But uh, this is our flame weeder. And you can just walk down the row and if you have an area, touch it up with this. I like to use it right after it rains because you'll see what's sprouted if there's a trouble area or something that we missed. And also that it's wet, so you're not going to catch your neighbor's house on fire. Be careful when you use these, guys. Don't get careless with these. Don't use them to burn off grass unless you know what you're doing. We just use these to spot touch weeds or pesky grass areas. Uh, We do have a couple of trees out there, crepe myrtles that we that are attract pollinators and sometimes around the base we get this grass that just won't go away so i might go around the the tree and just burn it off um something else that's great to use if you're on a little bit more of a bigger operation Um, we
0: we have a we have one that hooks up to an actual propane tank yeah it's got a three-foot hose on it and the the spout is just the same except for the head's a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. and it has a a handle for you to make it hotter uh make it blow faster or blow Mm -hmm. slower And for us, you know, we had a cactus real bad at the farm. So we had to go through and we had to, I mean, we had to flame, you know, a quarter acre. We had to, you know, go through and do stuff. So if you're looking at a bigger operation like we have out there, you definitely need something bigger. But that's perfect for what you're going to be doing for your urban farm.
1: I recommend it, especially in the bed prep area. So when you, like when we talked about in episode one, when you pull your silage tarp or your your row cover up and you're looking at this, this exposed area, and you take all the grass out and then you cover it again. That second time when you see what's sprouted back, that's the perfect time to go over with a flame weeder. Um, and there's all different varieties. There's larger varieties. There's push versions, like push mowers that are flame weeders. Um, there's backpack, carryable, propane tanks. There's all different kinds of things that you can get. So it depends on what you're looking for and the size and scope that you're trying to do. But that's the perfect time to flame weed is when you flip a bed. And it all depends on what else is in there or, or what you're trying to do, but we don't use it often but when we need to use it, it's so cool to have around because it's a quick fix. And again, you're not having to bend down and pull things out of the ground. Um, the wire hoe that we use, the mutineer, is great because it gets in between crops. So we have, we plant we grow lettuce in rows. Well, in between the lettuce, when it's still small and the sun hasn't the sun hasn't uh, sorry, pardon me when it's still small and the lettuce hasn't uh really expanded and covered the rows which are still open door, uh, dirt and soil. Um, the mutineer is great for getting in between your 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 rows and your plants. But when you're flipping a bed, you don't want to have to go back and forth 20 times to try to pull everything out. Um you sure could, but you could also just spot touch with a flame weeder and it takes care of that. So, weed control. Weed control, maintenance. Absolutely. <laughs> um when you get into watering, um watering is something else that can be challenging, cumbersome or overbearing depending on the size that you grow and depending on what you do and you don't want this to again become unfun. You want this to be fun. You want to love what you're doing. You want to really enjoy it. So when we first went large scale here, we did grow bags and we were growing in grow bags and containers instead of in ground and we were hand watering. So what that looked like was uh, we had to come out here early morning and typically late night and water 200 tomato plants and 200 pepper plants individually in bags. And that is time consuming that went away real quick i was like we got to get drip irrigation so then we started looking at what kind of drip irrigation to get and what that was going to look like because in my past life i've used drip irrigation and you can get kits at home depot and lowe's and any garden center there's complete sets that you can get which are awesome for new beginners i highly recommend them it's going to come with a main line uh or drip line uh quarter inch drip line and different emitters um so there's all kinds of different drip systems you can get if you're not sure um I'll show you, we're gonna show you what we use here and we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but there's all different kinds of things that you can use to make watering easier. You can even just use a sprinkler head and a hose and a timer. So you don't actually have to invest in a lot of drip system at the beginning. You can just buy a simple timer. Um, I have one here from Rainbird, Uh, not a sponsor, but we definitely use them. Uh, Real simple, this one's obviously used. We have it on our other side. Real easy timer, real simple to use. This, this is your hose hookup. This is where it comes out to your hose or your sprinkler. And the only other parts that you would need with that is a backflow preventer and a um, pressure regulator. And then you could just have that on a high pressure hose and a, a sprinkler mount of, depending on if you're growing in one raised bed or multiple, you could have one of those giant wave sprinklers that just goes back and forth and the timer comes on for 15 minutes in the morning and everything gets watered in and you're good to go. Yeah. So, it, the, the timer, I think, is 20 bucks. The drip emitter is going to be a dollar, and the pressure regulator is going to cost you five. So, you're talking about less than 30 bucks, and you don't have to hand water, and it's great. Now, that goes for overhead watering. You don't want to do that with tomatoes because the, the leaves don't like to be wet. Yep. So, you'll have to start thinking about those things depending on how you grow and what you grow. Um, but drip irrigation of some sort or timer watering is something that, that really saves you time and makes it easier for you. Um, we use drip tape, um, so I I got mine from Drip Depot. Um, I highly recommend them for uh, drip tape and drip irrigation. We have a we use a one inch main line, which is uh, we just routed around our house. It's all above ground. We didn't have to dig in. We hooked it up to that timer. Um, it's a real basic setup. It comes on for right now because we're in winter. Alone. It only comes on for thirty five minutes a day. Um, in summer, it'll be about an hour, um, and it just waters in you know, and then we use drip tape. We went away from the emitters because of how much we grow now. And so this is a piece of our drip tape. um, And basically every foot there is a, a, there is an emitter and these emitters that we have put off 0.85, I believe is what we got off to check the specs of a gallon of water per hour. So we have this and we have it just drug out in rows. And um, this is what waters our crops for us right now. And that has saved us so much time. But again, that's because we're doing it a little bit larger scale now. Um, If you're starting out small scale, I highly recommend getting a a simple system from one of your local gardeners, growers, or Home Depot. You can buy complete kits for nothing. You can get them on Amazon as well. And and they're also uh, interchangeable and you're able to daisy chain them. So if you buy a simple system and you like it and you want to expand on it, you can buy the parts from the same providers and, and expand it out. You can buy more quarter inch line. You can buy more um, emitters. You can buy another spout. You can buy more end row. I mean, there's all different types of things when it comes to drip irrigation that you can pick up that make it easier for you to operate. So um, drip tape has helped us um, drip depot. If you are looking for drip tape, shout out to drip depot. Um, they've got some great products and they're super easy, which is what I loved about it. Um, I didn't have to dig into the ground. Didn't have to bury anything. Um, the, the, Connectors screw and unscrew so easily. There's no glue. You're not dealing with PVC. From what I've seen, it's probably one of the most user-friendly systems I've ever used, and it's fantastic. Um, So, again, saves you time. Um, Something else that we use, that we we talk about as far as tools, um, is is trays. So when it comes to, you know, using uh, trays and saving yourself some time and energy and money, um, we started buying some more heavy-duty um, trays. Um, the, cell, the top one is the uh, seed-starting tray. It's a 72-cell wind strip, which we talk about all the time, from Never Sing Farms, and the bottom one is just a heavy-duty 1020 tray. Um, the ones that you get when you're starting out, when you're first, you, you, you can get little, uh, they're a little bit flimsier. They're a very thin plastic. Um, you kind of get what you pay for with those. You'll get one or two grows maybe off of them, but they're very delicate. Um, the real thin plastic ones you can buy like a little humidity dome set that's going to come with a ten twenty tray, and a clear dome cover, and it will absolutely sprout seeds, <clears throat> and it will work. But you got to be careful with them because they're very 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 delicate. You can uh, run
0: it. You could run into what I ran into the other night, and I have I have a few of the light trays that we use that we just throw our little four inch uh, rounds in. Yeah. And uh, I just grabbed it. I just didn't put no weight very much weight on it i just kind of just pulled it up and it snapped right in half and i lost i lost probably 10 plants right out of the back end of it so
1: yeah so just be careful with those things i mean they're they're, like i said they're great to start we're just in a spot now where we had to get a a little bit of a more heavy duty because we're we're always moving trays in and out we're always moving stuff to try to harden them off or moving from greenhouse to grow room so um we've started to just kind of invest them you can get them from uh, different growers. You can get them from, uh, never, like I said, Never seen Farm Tools. Um, you can find them on eBay. Um, uh, Farmers Friendly, I think, has another one. Um, there's a lot of different people that sell them and that provide them. So you can fi- always find some heavier duty or thicker plastic ones. And I-, I recommend that just for saving your time. You buy the, so like, even if you're starting out with a simple operation or you're just trying to grow some basic starts, buy one heavy duty tray. Buy one heavy duty Cell tray and that's all you need and that's all that's all you'll ever need to do a simple home garden home grow Um, There's another provider that also provides them in six-pack varieties. So you can you don't have to buy a whole uh, 72 cell or or a a larger version. You can also get heavy-duty versions that are um, Six-packs so it makes it easier for you to operate as well Um, But again, if you're not looking to spend the money at the beginning, don't worry. You don't have to save your egg cartons Okay. Yeah. Egg cartons work great to just get some seeds started. Toilet paper rolls. Okay? Those are fantastic to save because you close up one end or you cut them in half and then close up one end and you put your soil in there and a seed, not only is it going to sprout, but then you can take that and pop it right in the ground cuz it's cardboard and it's going to feed the soil, it's going to hold your plant, it's going to it's going to keep everything together and they're biodegradable. So that works fantastic. So you don't have to spend money also. We just wanted to show you some of the products that we use. If you, um,
0: if you let, me, let me chime in. Sure, if, sure. Uh, if you really want to save some money and you, you want to make something easy, you can always use a newspaper and a shot glass. 100%. So uh, wet down the newspaper real good, put it around a shot glass, put a rubber band on it, let it dry, boom, you got yourself a little seed tray right there. Mm-hmm. You know, Same thing, you put it in, put a little dirt in there, let it seed. And then you can drop the whole thing right on the ground. I mean, it's a basic way. I mean, it doesn't cost anything, but you know, your newspaper, you know, study yeah. study newspapers. And so. most of us
1: that have a house, you're getting uh, some random newspaper thrown in your driveway without even asking for it. Yeah. So you can just take those things and and turn it into food. Yeah. Um, we talked about egg cartons, deli meat containers. If you buy that, um, to go containers, um, all these things can be beneficial to grow. Um, we talked about growing in milk crates um you can grow if you don't want to buy pots for growing on your balcony most restaurants are getting rid of five gallon buckets not well not most restaurants some restaurants are getting rid of them if they do things like pickles or things like that like you'll find burger joints that have like uh they're always going to throw away five five gallon buckets drill a couple of holes in the bottom and all around you've got yourself a pot you don't need to you don't need anything fancy sure you can pick them up from home depot for five dollars but you can also get them for free yep um so look around and find you know See what you can find without spending money when you're just getting started. Cardboard is free. You can find places that give you cardboard. If you order from Amazon, save your boxes. We talk about that all the time. So even though you can spend, you don't have to spend. Um, There's always talk about tomato fingers. If you grow tomatoes, you'll see people post their tomato fingers, which is like their, their hands are just basically this rich, dark green color from pruning tomatoes. You don't have to have pruners or shearers to prune tomatoes. Just go out there and pinch the side shoots off and that's where you get that when you're pruning tomatoes um so just just think about what you're trying to accomplish and do and then you can scale up over time we started out hand watering everything was hand watered for the first few years
0: but so we still hand water all of the yeah. all of the stuff at the at the home farm yeah is hand watered i mean yeah that's just we the reason we do that is because everything's kind of spread out and that's the way we have to do it i mean if we set up some type of drip irrigation it would it would be so tricky to get it done. And, and you I mean, do a lot of
1: containers right, right we now. Do, yeah, a yeah. lot of our stuff is containers,
0: yeah. you know. And the front yard, because we haven't really got a whole lot set up, there's no reason to have trip irrigation mm-hmm. yet. So it's just easy for us to go out there and spray down, and, and we're good to go. So, I mean, yeah, get, I get a watering can. You know, if, if you're looking to, 100%. you know, go to, they sell them like at Dollar General or something like that. You can buy them for like five bucks. Get yourself a little watering can and, and water the little stuff that you do have, you know.
1: And, and absolutely check the dollar stores because there's always a garden section and it's not cheap stuff. Yep. They just get it because no one else bought it or it was off season and you can typically capitalize on stuff for like super inexpensive prices. And you can get seed tray kits, even though they're they're a little flimsy sometimes, you can get you can get watering uh tools, you can get timers, you can find all kinds of gloves. Yep. Um always have a good pair of garden gloves. Mine are in my back pocket right now. Always have a good pair of garden gloves because there are bugs there are spiders when you're moving stuff or doing stuff you should always have a good pair of gloves um but th- those are the basic tools that we use i mean there's probably a couple of other assorted things that we have on the farm and on the grow but we try to keep it as simple as possible if you are doing something that's a little bit larger scale and you're growing like multiple tomatoes or pepper plants um i, I gotta give a shout out to uh cozy bear market Farm, mark market gardens and um he does some really cool things out there in georgia Um, he showed me this longer drill bit, which is like, which is awesome for putting in tomatoes and putting in some of those larger plants. We just hook up our drill to it. It's about two feet long and you can just walk down and without leaving over, you can just walk down and drill holes into your ground or into your, uh, into your, uh, raised beds or into your rows. And then you can drop in your tomatoes. So again, instead of having to take a little shovel or trough or a hoe and try to dig out a hole. You can just drill in real quick, and then pop in your tomato plants. Something because we're probably going to need a question about this. Um, yes, that is tilling up a little area of your soil for sure, but we still practice overall a no-till method where we're not disturbing the vast majority of our soil. Um, the The bit goes in about six inches because our of our pot height, and then we just drop in our tomatoes, um, and that's how we do it. You know, so try to you try to think about. Uh, smarter, not harder, and how you can improve your productivity, and how you can keep this fun. Um, we've spent so much time trying to dig through cold soil and try to find a better weeding tool and try to find a better tray. And to Rooster's point, I've dropped pepper plants, which are <laughs> take they take so long to grow. I dropped a whole tray of pepper plants because the the bottom fell out, and it was it's just like it's defeating. So you want to do what you can to try to. Um, make your life easier when you're growing, but again, just look what you can get for a really inexpensive prices. Look what you can get at first when you're starting out for free, and just get started with it. But I yeah. wanted to give you a few uh, few options on things that we use as far as tools. If so. you
0: if you're really you know like we did at the farm last oh, year, go we on, I'm sorry. Uh, we weren't we weren't really sure whether uh, what we were going to do out there. We were kind of just you know trying it out. We had the space and and uh, it's on a friend of ours property, and we we're like, let's go ahead and try to do this. And uh, I wanted to set up some type of irrigation because we're not out there all the time. And uh, so what we did was we bought a half inch PVC. Yeah. We bought half inch PVC. I put uh, couplings on each one that screwed together so we could put four pieces together. And then if we wanted to take it apart, we could just unscrew it. Real basic. PVC cost, what, $3 for a 10 foot. Couplings are a few cents. I bought a timer, backflow, all that. I went out there and turned it on for the 10 minutes it needed. Uh, you know watched it make sure everything got wet make sure the pressure was good boom and it didn't cost me but a few dollars that's one thing we yep. do on other pages try to yep. teach people how to do stuff low cost if you're really looking for a low cost you can always do that but 100 one thing i would not suggest is use half inch i would go down to a quarter inch it is a little bit more expensive but i think it gets you a little bit more water flow especially for like me i have 40 foot beds out there so I mean, you know you need that you need that extra pressure to get it'll help, yeah it'll do. help
1: with the pressure absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to point, point earlier, but uh, reds. we have a whole stack of red solo cups that we also still use. Uh, red solo cups, styrofoam cups, typically you have them over when you have get-togethers or parties, or sometimes some of you might even buy them on a regular basis. Wash them out, save them, cut a couple of holes on the bottom. Those are great seed-starting cups. So th- we still use them, which is why they're out here. Um, you can on them to label your plants. I mean, you don't have to have anything complex, but you can always use different things around your house That'll save you money to start growing your own yep. food. A so. couple
0: cup holders from fast mm-hmm. food restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, they're cardboard. Most of them are already recycled once. You know, cut them in four or leave them together yeah. and plan all four
1: and then cut them later.
0: Either way. So, another
1: thing to save a little money. Yeah. And and there's all different kinds of stuff that, that that's out there, guys. You know, um, if you're growing tomatoes, tomato cages, you can also make a, make a supporter trellis. You can grow them on a fence. And just let them, if you have a fence, just grow them on a fence. And they'll they'll lean and they'll they'll take over the fence They'll they'll provide and they'll be sturdy. Um, you know, you don't have to buy um, supports for pepper plants. Do you have branches? Can you get bamboo? Most people that have bamboo, cut bamboo because yeah. they're if not, bamboo will take over. You can always find free bamboo. Bamboo sticks are badass for support. They're fantastic. So, um, you don't have to spend if you don't want to but if you are looking to Expand And when you get to a point where you're like, man, I, I, I think I keep buying the same thing over and over again. That's when you look to getting um, a better quality, like seed starting tray. Or maybe at one point you pick up a better wire hoe or maybe a flame weeder is ready for you at that point. But in the beginning, start with what you got and and ask. You know, um, we were just talking about seed starting sales uh, and trays earlier. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, Give Rooster a couple of the, uh, the heavy-duty ones that I have because I have some extra ones. You know, like we talked about seeds as well. Um, you can always typically find help from somebody who's growing and interact with people that are like-minded. So don't hesitate, you know. Talk to your neighbors and friends and, and see what you can do to help each other continue the grow process. Um, this is
0: getting back to community. Yeah, you know, just build, like that. Build, build that
1: community. Leave a plant, grab a plant. I mean, help others that help you. And, uh, you know, it's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Talk to your neighbors, you know, don't be afraid, you know, be, uh, be, be, uh, interjective in somebody else's life. Uh, we got some friends who we've kind of been on and, and they kind of have a little small, you know, garden and stuff like that. And we're always on like plant this, like get this going. And and I just saw a post, they were like, Hey, we, you know, we just posted, we just started growing all this stuff. I'm like, that's one more person I got going. So.
1: And I, I had people saving me toilet paper rolls for a year. <laughs> and thank you to everybody who did, by the way. Thank you, because I used them all. Um, those were our seed starting cells. That, that's what we did in the beginning. We were literally using toilet paper rolls and recycling them because they make these beautiful little plugs. And, and when they stay moist, the roots will go through in most cases. Yeah. And so look to see what you can do to, to, to grow with what you've got and, and network and and reach out to people that are doing this and help others. If you've learned something, don't hesitate to help somebody else and, and uh, show them the way as well. So, cool. Hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you have any questions about the tools that we use, um, let us know. We'll do some tagging and tag some of the people that we've picked some stuff up from as well. Um, and don't have, don't hesitate. Reach out to us if you have any questions.
0: Yeah. Feel free to hit us up, uh, tag us, ask us questions, hit us with a live video. If you need something, uh, a voice to talk, any, anything, anything that you need, you know, send us pictures. We'll try to get you figured out. Uh, we actually did figure out the problem with the anchor. So now that is done and ready to go. So y'all can check it out live or, uh, later on if you didn't catch it live. And, um, don't forget to like our page
1: and uh, subscribe. Share it, subscribe. Share them. Share tag, it. Tag your friends. Tag somebody that's interested in growing. If you know somebody that's looking to grow and get started, tag them. We'll help you out. We'll, we we we're all about that life. And you know, last thing I'll say is uh, just grow more foods, not lawns. You know. Yeah. That's that's one thing that we're passionate about. You got you know, it. If you've got grass, you can be growing your own food.
0: Cool. So. Well, we're gonna cut it here, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one, guys.